This and every episode of Wrecked Podcast is brought to you by Beeksy Exchange, an upcoming cryptocurrency exchange built in collaboration with One Market Data. Beeksy is bringing legacy finance speed, power, and sophistication to crypto for the first time. With 225,000 transactions per second per pair, comparable to NASDAQ, 15 order types on day one, with 25 order types on full rollout, and a dedicated customer support team, Beeksy is setting itself apart from the competition. Check out Beeksy today at Beeksy.com and pre-register today at Beeksy.com slash registration to get your free Beeksy exchange tokens. That's Beeksy.com, B-E-A-X-Y dot com. Hi, I'm Franklin Fitch with Beeksy Exchange, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunch You Bets alongside my talented and esteemed co-hosts, <laughs> Cynthia Wood and Chamber. Cynthia, how you doing today? I am fantastic. I'm super happy to have our guest on. He's a friend of mine and I'm happy that he's here. Yeah, I'm happy to be here. Yeah, we're going to have some fun. Chamber, how you doing today, bud? Wear any fun sweaters? I did. I'm wearing my... Uh... A brand a new grizzly sweater. bear fun sweater. Oh, there you go. We actually got some people to use the hashtag today. Hashtag yeah, fun yeah. sweater was. Uh, Shout out to Kyle. I don't want to say trending, but it was definitely. Uh, uh, it was. It was yeah. fun. I saw it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, joining us today, we have a very special guest. Um, as, as you guys know. Um, Beeksy Exchange is launching soon, and it is one of our sponsors here, so uh, we wanted to bring them on, and we have uh, the head of marketing, Franklin Fitch, here with us. Franklin, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Um, really excited to be on here. You guys, this is one of my favorite uh, podcasts, and I uh, had the pleasure of meeting Cynthia at Voice of Blockchain, and you know, I think you guys are pretty awesome. Thank you. We appreciate that. How was uh, that means how was he your thinks experience? I am pretty awesome, guys. Uh, well, I didn't want to say it that way. But... <laughs> that, no, that's the, all right. Jury's out. I'll on take you it. No, I, I, I think I think you guys are pretty cool too. Um, sorry. Don't what were forget. You don't forget, Cynthia. I won the damn poll on who the favorite guest. Damn you! Or who the I, was host. A close I feel we need to do okay. that again. We need to do this quarterly. <laughs> Yeah, quarterly. You know, I didn't vote in that poll, so I'm not sure yeah, if the sample we, size. Was you know what? I know what I'm doing tomorrow. Every vote counts, you know, so <laughs> get, get out there to the poll. And as, as P. Diddy would say, vote or die. Vote uh, or die. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, so how was that uh, Voice of Blockchain experience for you guys, Franklin? Uh, it was good. I, I think that uh, the Beeksy table was the coolest. I'm not just saying that from a, a personal bias uh, perspective. You know, we, we had a really cool setup. We had got some carpeting. Uh, we put up, you know, we bought and put up multiple TVs for it. Um, and actually had kind of some uh, shots of the demo playing in uh, on the TVs. And uh, had a really great crowd there the whole time. Met a lot of really interesting folks. Um, the networking, I think, was, was really fruitful. And uh, had some fun uh, social outings as well. I, I would say, absolutely uh, say that Bixi did have the best setup at World of Blockchain. And, uh, Honey Miner was cool, too. I mean, yes, those Honey guys also great. had a really yeah, cool setup. The shirts, I mean, they had... Fan. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I like those guys a lot too. I don't have any like personal, you know, affiliation with them, but I just I just respect what they're doing. Um, but I, I really like their setup as well. Yeah, and long before BC sponsored us, I came back from Chicago immediately and said, BC's the next big deal. So we're, yes, we're that obviously was for, fans. That was the show after, that was the show right after uh, Voices Blockchain. How was uh, yeah. World CryptoCon for you guys? Same same kind of deal there? Yeah, um, we did an exhibit at World CryptoCon, which I think was the right decision. Um, my thought with that event was going in, it was pretty clearly branded as an influencer party type uh, event. And so we tried to focus on everything else that was happening related to the conference or not necessarily at the conference. Um, it was less so, you know, what was going on at the conference and more other networking and other meetings um, that we had the opportunity to get while we were in Vegas. And then right before that, we had actually gone to Crypto Invest Summit. So, you know, there was a great little stretch there of, um, you know, getting to pitch some folks in person and have some meetings that we wouldn't have gotten to uh, otherwise have. That's awesome. So yeah, I mean, um, I've I've gotten to see some of the uh, live demo stuff, so I know it's pretty cool. But let's let everybody else kind of get to hear um, from you guys what Beeksy's doing and everything like that. So um, you know, where did the idea for Beeksy come from? How did it all get started? How did how did you personally get into crypto in the beginning? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I don't really know. I, I I think it just sort of happened. I mean, it was uh, about two years ago now that I, I had started hearing more about uh, Bitcoin and about Ethereum. And, uh, you know, I had a, a, a co-worker at my, my previous job. My previous job was in, like, market research consulting. Um, worked for a really cool company that was doing, like, online community-based research. So I was basically online all day, you know, uh, digging up information and, um, you know, kind of compiling it into reports for a variety of Fortune 500 type clients. Um, that was a really cool intro to, um, you know, just that kind of online research that I think is a requirement in crypto. You pretty much have to be online digging all the time. And that was, uh, you know, a great set of experience that allowed me to do some crypto digging while I was also doing work. Um, but, you know, I heard from a good friend of mine who actually ended up being a, a business partner um, of mine you know, about Bitcoin and Ethereum, and I was like, this is really interesting. And, you know, just kind of dove down the rabbit hole from there. Um, in relation to getting started with Beeksy, so as, as you guys may know, I uh, founded the group The Crypto Fam um, yes. on Twitter, and, you know, I actually work with a team of about eight other guys on that. Um, most people don't know that. They think it's like probably one person tweeting. Um, it's not, you know, there's, there's a lot of us that... Uh, I tweet on there. In fact, my partner Brad does most of the analysis and, and the tweeting. Um, but I started that group, and that was really the thing that pulled me way, way further down the rabbit hole. Um, you know, as I as I kind of got more immersed in crypto, I was networking as much as possible. Um, really networking like a fiend for like six months straight. Um, it was it was all I did. And and Chicago has such a great crypto scene. I got to meet a lot of really cool folks um, out at these meetups. You know, Luke Martin, uh, Birch. A lot of different folks, um, you know, Korean Jew as well out there and, uh, you know, met these guys. And at another uh, one of these meetups, which was kind of a private crypto dinner, I met uh, Artok, the CEO of Beeksy. And he was like, hey, you know, you're, you're a marketer, you have this marketing experience. Um, we're looking for a little bit more support in that department for Beeksy. Uh, would you want to start to get involved? So 
at first I was just getting involved in an external kind of advisory or consulting capacity and then eventually just became, you know, kind of grew into the role of, of head of marketing and it's been a really fun journey. We've had a lot of success recently on the marketing front and otherwise and, um, you know, I, I consider it probably the best decision I ever made. Um, just as a backstory, and I know that Franklin knows this story, um, it's, it's cool how Bixie started out. Um, Bixie started out with just our talk and one other developer, what is her name? Matal, yeah. Matal. They started out um, in our talk's house just programming and coding just themselves and she slept on his couch uh, in the house with Artok and his wife and they spent I don't know how long just her sleeping on his couch working 24 hours a day to get Beeksy up and going so it really was a project of passion and heart and uh, them knowing that they could create something better than what was out there so I, it's, a, it's a very cool story yeah, that's pretty cool. So that was kind of my next question: is kind of where. One second, do you, I, have, I have I do have one question first. Yeah, if she's working twenty four hours a day, how is she also <laughs> sleeping on the couch? <laughs> you can't do both, people. Okay. Maybe twenty two hours. Slight, a slight day. modification. It was no, like so naps clarify. in between, okay. but they Micro they were has. working around the clock. All right. Okay. With cat like that. No, they they actually both had a uh, you know day jobs as developers, um, and they were leaving work. And they would come straight back to his apartment. Um, you know, his wife would would prepare some food, and they would just sit there and work for six to hours. eight hours after yes. work every day. It's an amazing story. Until like two a.m. and then pass out and then go go do it again. You know, she didn't even like That's have crazy. time most of the time to go back home. Yeah, it's really nuts. I mean, it's a um, cool story. I, I yeah, I I think that's the thing that maybe gets missed with Beeksy. Part of it is the way that we've chosen to market ourselves, and you know, taken some kind of hardline approaches and. Um, we were all over Twitter for a period there, and, and I, I understand that that might have caused people some grief. But really, the story is, is an honest one, and, and this is something that they're very passionate about, and, and I'm very passionate about as well. I think that's why I kind of fell in love with the project when I was in Chicago, was meeting our talk and uh, just knowing the story behind it and how passionate they were about it and that it wasn't about money. It was just about creating something better than what was out there and the hours that they put into it. It's a cool story, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, so that kind of brings us to my next question, too. Um, you know, what, you know, uh, it's a really cool passion project story. What do they, you know, and you guys believe that Bixi solves the problem that Bixi would is going to be solving, you know, in that crypto space, specifically in the exchange space? Yeah, so, I mean, I think there's a variety of things that we're solving for. Um, I would I would kind of categorize it as a, a broader um, lack of quality services currently. Uh, there's service interruptions when... Bitcoin fluctuates 500 bucks up and down. Um, you know, many exchanges still crash. Uh, you know, Binance recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, and, and it, part of that is I think that they're upgrading the infrastructure of their exchange, uh, which kind of lagged behind. Uh, Binance, you know, again, when Ripple pumps, uh, you know, things like that, that's, you know, they're, they're going down or they're having service interruptions or orders can't be completed. Uh, there's a lack of features too, right? So, a lot of exchanges don't have stop loss, and they don't have any advanced order types like an OSO or um, you know conditional logic. 
Right. That's the stuff that we're trying to come in and, and fix. And it's a lot of people don't see that as a problem. Uh, it is a problem. If you want, you know, more money to come into the space, it's not going to be able to happen until they, you know, traders and, and other folks have the experience um, that they're used to in legacy markets, which involves, you know, a range of order types that cater to their needs and uh, an exchange that doesn't crash. I mean, the security has also been an issue too. Um, we actually just secured a partnership. This hasn't been announced, so this will be announced on your guys' show uh, first. Oh, sweet. But we, <laughs> yeah, Exclusive. We, yeah, so cool. Um, we locked down a, a partnership with cybersecurity giant Optiv uh, to actually audit our full exchange. So they're one of the wow. uh, seven biggest cybersecurity firms in the world. Um, you know, not cheap to do that, but we've never been ones to spare cost on doing things the right way. Um, that's a huge announcement. And speaking of legacy markets, can you touch on a little bit uh, about OneTick and why your partnership with mm -hmm. them is such a huge deal? Yeah, so OneTick uh, is a solution uh, that is that is a product basically sold by a company called One Market Data. We typically use the two interchangeably. We call them One Tick internally. The company's One Market Data. Uh, in reality, that's the solution that 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 company sells. And what they, you know, who they sell it to is, I mean, it's it's every kind of major financial player worldwide. Um, Bloomberg, the CME, uh, Credit Suisse, Scott Trade, uh, the Federal Reserve, Bank of America. I mean, it's it's the it, this list of finance giants and what they're doing is they're using uh, their OneTick solution for data streaming um, and in-memory database uh, analytics. And so what we did is we had some matching algorithms for our, our core exchange product that Artok and Mittal had developed during those sleepless nights that Cynthia so eloquently described. Um, and basically they gave that, that set of algorithms to the, the OneTick team uh, after we locked down a partnership with them and said, we want you to take this and build it on uh, your in-memory database solution. Build a matching engine for us. Uh, now that ag agreement is exclusive. No other exchange in crypto can have that um, that relationship with OneTick. Others have asked since we started, uh, and and the answer is just no. You you can't get that solution. That's what that so enables huge. us to have. Yeah, it, it is. I Huge. think we're even we're even still trying to understand just how significant that is. I mean, when you is. talk about legacy markets and wanting to get uh, you know the money that's already in stock markets into crypto, and then you know that Beeksy has this exclusive partnership with OneTick, who provides their data to Bloomberg and CME. Like that's a huge deal. Yeah, it, it totally is, and and what it means is that we have a direct line to Bloomberg and the CME. And Scott right. Trade right. and Bank. So if we need to, you know, talk to those folks as institutional clients, we just give them a call. You know, we we have the means to have a direct line to them, and so we're kind of still fully exploring what that means, um, what the full capabilities that that offers us are. But you know, the core things that we always talk about are it enables us to be a lot faster, and speed is directly tied to crashing or not crashing, right? And then it also gives us the advanced order types. So on day one, we're going to have somewhere between 15 and 18 order types. Um, and on full rollout, we'll have uh, you know, somewhere in the mid-20s, 24, uh, 25 range uh, order types. So this includes you know, order sends orders, um, conditional logic where if one asset does this and one asset does this, then I want to do this. Um, things that you just can't do right now in crypto without designing some more advanced programming. 
I, I had a quick question just on, in regards to the order types. Um, mm-hmm. What would a typical exchange currently have as of right now as far as order types? Like how many, how many options? Like, like four to six. Um, okay, you so, know, so that's a significant, that's yeah. a significant difference. We're talking four to five X um, of what any typical exchange is offering. All right, follow-up question, two-parter. What does Bixie mean? And is that a honey badger? <laughs> I know is the answer hu- to this question. <laughs> is, is that a honey badger mm-hmm. as the mascot? Is that, is that what I'm looking at? Yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, whenever we started, you know, whenever, uh, whenever I very first started doing work with Bixie on marketing, I was talking to another advisor of Bixie, uh, Matt Gallant is his name. He's a really experienced marketer. Um, they call him the mad scientist of marketing. And the very first phone call I ever had with this guy, we both agreed without, we sort of like filled in each other's sentence saying like, Beeksy needs a mascot. Uh, I had looked, and at that time in crypto, there weren't really any well-defined mascots, uh, at least that I knew of. And I said, definitely not for exchanges. And I said, there's a really interesting opportunity here, right? Because what are some of the problems with exchanges? They're not well personified. They seem like these sort of, stodgy institutions, uh, the customer support is lacking, you know, how about we humanize this a little bit, personify this a little bit, and what's the ultimate meme in crypto? It's the badger, you know, it's, it's so the honey badger don't care, and this is, I, I guess, ironically, the honey badger d- does care, <laughs> <laughs> right, but it's, you know, that was kind of the rationale, and, um, you know, we, we picked a, an initial logo, and we're actually going through some branding and design um, kind of edits and updates right now, and we'll be rolling out uh, a refined, uh, newer version of the logo pretty soon. Speaking of the, you know, the the, the iterations of the logos, um, you know, when you guys were doing some of that, uh, the Twitter Twitter presence, uh, you did some, you know, contests with, you know, the memes and the logo contest. Talk a little bit about that and your kind of engagement on social media and what you're trying to really do there, um, you know, to kind of ingrain yourselves in the culture. Yeah, great question. I mean, the the rationale specifically with the contest was was two things. One, we think there's so many great content creators in crypto, and we want to continue to get them involved in our project. Um, the other part is that our referral contest did really, really well in its first two weeks. It, it almost did too well because it sort of dominated people's Twitter feeds. And <laughs> honestly, we we like felt bad. We were like that. You know, we didn't want it to be so intense. Um, we got a lot of people being like, okay, what the hell is going on? Like, what is BXC? How is this happening? Is everybody being paid to do this? Is this like an army of paid shills? It's like, no, it's just a cleverly designed referral contest. Um, you know, and, and we worked with a couple people who helped us uh, design that, and our team worked pretty hard on it. And, but you know, that was, we also wanted to kind of take the, the foot off the gas of the overt shilling and find right. other ways <laughs> to engage the community. And so that was like, okay, what do we do? well, we can reward people for creating great content for us. Um, and that was kind of the, the, the mentality. Talk about a little bit about the Beeksy token and um, you know how it might be, it's going to be used on the platform, what its capabilities are gonna be, and why people should be you know interested in that as a part, a really integral part of your platform. Mm, yeah, so the token um, is similar to a BNB um, where it's going to have you know, access, you'll have access through the token to features on the exchange, um, you know, advanced tools, 
um, you know, we're going to have the TradingView integration into the exchange, and so advanced versions of TradingView, you'll have um, more access through the token. It kind of enables user levels, and so the more of the tokens you have and hold, um, the greater discounts you will get on the exchange platform. You know, you'll be able to have unique access to uh, community polls um, to kind of understand what it is that we do in our development roadmap and uh, what projects we list and, and things like that. And I think this is just the beginning of the utility of the token. You know, we're always going to be seeking to expand it. In this way, I actually really respect what Binance has done. I think they've done a great job of continuing to expand the usability and utility of the BNB token. Um, and we want to learn from what they've done successfully and um, continue to expand our, our token utility in that way. And then there's our, our secondary token, which is a plus token. Um, you know, for non-U.S. residents at first, and hopefully uh, everyone going forward, you'll be able to swap BXE tokens for plus, and you basically lock the plus tokens on the exchange, and those would give you a share of trading fees that were collected on the exchange. So that's a sort of a passive, um, you know, revenue generation by holding that token. Yeah, that's pretty awesome, and I think uh, um, that's one of the things that I noticed was there's a, d a bunch of different ways that you're going to be able to use that token for, um, you know, discounted fees, things like that. It makes it really attractive. Um, and, you know, one of the other things I wanted to ask about because, you know, the crypto Twitter sphere and crypto in general <laughs> is, you know, has a has a privacy notion to it um and so sometimes you know with these uh places that come out people are a little reluctant to do you know things like kyc and things you know of that nature can yeah. you talk a little bit I, about I, do you mind if i jump in real quick here because yeah, i want to thank whoever came up with the idea of not having to take the stupid picture with me <laughs> signing a piece of paper is that not the dumbest my... thing ever oh so yeah. when, I, when i was when i was doing the bxc kyc I couldn't have been happier uh, not having to be, you know, not having to. Do, I'll do all the K KYC you want me to do as long as I don't have to sign a piece of paper uh, and have that picture on my phone, uh, you know, in perpetuity. <laughs> yeah, they're a little awkward. I've done them before and it's just like, okay, I feel like a total idiot here. Yeah. Um, when the, I first the, got you know, into the... crypto, I took like at least six of those pictures of me going, with my hand next to my face, <laughs> and my ID, like pointing, like, yes, that's me, 20 pounds heavier, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> They're like keeping your picks. Like, uh, yeah, we're we're seeing some. Uh, this is yeah, yeah. Here, Cynthia. For the future. We're about you at this point. That's yeah. Funny. Yeah, but talk yeah. about kind of the KYC process with you guys, mm -hmm. and um, you know why why that's so important. You know, going forward in in the crypto space, team. Yeah, I think it's well. I have a lot of thoughts on this subject, and obviously, we've received plenty of feedback from it. I we know that people in crypto hate KYC. It's not a mystery. Um, we're not doing it to spite people. It's, it's a best practice of a financial instrument like an exchange, period. Um, that's the end of the story, right? We don't want to get shut down by the SEC. We want to operate right. a lawful, legitimate business. And with the lack of guidance from the SEC and IRS on what true best practices are, we just have gone with what the existing statutes say is the right thing to do. The other part of that is if you operate an exchange that involves fiat, you have to have KYC. It's not even, it's not debatable, right? Right. Uh, we intend to have fiat, and so that is that becomes a requirement, not a nice-to-have, it's a need-to-have kind of a thing. Um, you know, I think it's also important people understand why KYC was created in the first place. You know, you had big banks like HSBC basically laundering 
drug dealers' money, terrorists' money at a massive scale, Absolutely, and yes. doing zero checks on their customers, and it right. it presumably caused the death of many, many innocent people. It, it at the very least supported um, significant criminal empires from existing, and and we can get into a debate about that whole sphere. But the point is, KYC was created for reasons related to that, right? And so it's not this invention to uh, to collect your personal information and, and, and deprive you of privacy. There's a lot of other ways that happens in the modern world, right? This is a, a means of protecting consumers and protecting users uh, of your exchange, and it well, helps also, us do so. I was going to say also, too, if, if we want to get to where we want to get to, uh, we won't be able to do that without, you know, the proper Complying steps in KYC's yeah absolutely. yeah you got, exactly yeah it's, it's not going to be anonymous it's not going to be like if you want if you want all that big money to come in obviously right. it has to come with the property everybody steps. likes to tout institutional money well that's not going to come in until we're following the degree of the law so yeah yeah no that's exactly it and and, and especially given what, our what kind of money what kind of money institutional Cynthia? money <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what I mean, our, our, Franklin, yeah, yeah our, our, our position, especially given our, our partnership with, with One Market Data, means that we, are, we can help bring certain institutional money into the space, right? And right. that's, you know, I, I look at BACT and I look at other initiatives that are helping to um, bring that money into the space. Again, I, I know people have mixed feelings about this in crypto. Um, I, I totally understand that and, and empathize with that, but... This is where the space is going regardless. That money is going to come in one way or another. And the degree to which we can facilitate that, I think people would like to see their bags moon and, and you know, the space that's succeed and thrive. I mean, if, if you, you want yeah. to see their bags moon, that money is I don't know what that come. means. Right. What does that even mean? What is a moon? Lambos. Moon. I just know moon. depression and <laughs> fake outs <laughs> and... <laughs> yeah, salt season. Those are the only salt times I season. Know. I see yeah. Nye and uh, Brecky are dumping salt on themselves today. Did you guys see that? I, yes, oh, I saw is that. that what they were yeah. doing? Oh I yeah, the salt, they, the, the salt bucket was. challenge. <laughs> I saw it. Seems yeah. like it would dry my skin out too much. That's I, fair. I would That's think. I would think it would. <laughs> <laughs> it's windy enough here in Chicago. I don't need. need I don't need any dry. Yeah, exactly. Skin. Yeah. So, uh, quick question for you. We're talking about the BXC token. Um, mm. Can people pick that up at any point now? Is, is it, what's going on with that? Yeah, so we have a sale open uh, right now on Open Token, and it'll be going on for a few more days yet. Um, that would be the way that you can participate in the sale if you're kind of a, a retail investor, so to speak. Um, mm -hmm. Again, because we have sort of a lack of guidance and um, want to operate a token sale in a legitimate and legal way, uh, you have to be accredited uh, if you're in the U.S. to participate. If you're not in the U.S., that you just have to do a KYC on OpenToken. That's like standard practice for any token sale they host. Um, and they tend to host a lot of really great token sales for great projects. So um, thankful to be on there. You know, if you're a private investor that wants to invest uh, more, you can get in touch with the team directly via Telegram uh, or, or via uh, email. Uh, so that's, you know, that's kind of the way that we've run things. We focused more on a private token sale and less of an ICO uh, model because we're just trying to adapt to where the space is right now. And uh, it's, it's a guessing game a lot of times, but you have to kind of take the evidence of um, what's been done and um, the little bit of guidance that's been put out and, and do the best that you can. 
So then, you know, obviously um, that token sale will, be, sale will be running for a couple more days here. So, you know, people will have to act quickly when by the time this comes out. But so say say they are listening to this next week. Um, then, you know, how can people purchase the token if, uh, if they're so inclined? And, you know, when do you guys uh, see yourselves launching? Yeah. Uh, so we will have potentially other platforms similar to open token that will open after this we're not sure that there will be um we're exploring options right now we want to have people be able to participate in the sale that's important to us again having people have access to the token is a really important part of its utility value um, that said the way that our sale is structured if we don't sell out in private for the first uh roughly three months of the exchange's life cycle you will be able to purchase Beeksy uh, directly on the exchange in a sort of a rolling raise type model, a la like EOS or, or a Dragon right. Chain. Um, right. So that's kind of a unique thing that we haven't seen a lot of folks uh, doing, but we're just trying to combine the best of different raise models um, and, and also maintain an equitable position where people can get the access to the token if they're not accredited. It's kind of silly. I mean, the, the accreditation laws right now are a whole other story I could I could get Absolutely. into I, I, I think yeah. it's I think it's totally absurd uh, it, it makes little to no sense to me why you would have to follow those archaic regulations to be able to you know have access to opportunities that other people have access to, um, to that said I will say, the, uh, the, uh, talking about access um, y'all the BC telegram group and uh, just in general um, there's a whole slew of BC team members answering questions constantly, always in communication. So that's another place that you can go if you have any questions about buying the token is the Telegram group. Yeah, that's where I always point people to first um, is the Telegram group. It's the most responsive. We have a dedicated customer support team. They are really good. I love those guys. Um, they're super, super hardworking. There is always someone online uh, to be able to answer a question. Um, and, and to answer your question previously, the exchange will launch uh, January 30th. So that's another thing that we have not announced publicly that I am announcing on your program. Woohoo! Um, no, yeah, you guys, get a, you guys get a twofer. Two you guys get a twofer. Oh. Bang, it's only because bang. he loves me so much, guys. That's the only it's, thing. Well, it must I be. won't that's deny the only it. logical conclusion. <laughs> I won't deny it. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's another thing that we have not put out any formal announcement about. We've said January. We haven't said one in January. It will be January thirtieth, um, and we will be having a little launch party too, which uh, we may be working with another uh, noteworthy crypto project on that launch party. Uh, oh. So stay tuned for more about that. Is it that. in Chicago? Um, Maybe yeah. Uh, that that other pro it will be in Chicago, but that other crypto project is not located in Chicago. Okay. Um, you guys probably know about them. I can't say too much because um, mm. we haven't finalized things, but we're trying to really do something special. And, and well, coming um, from the uh, Bixie party when I was at Voice of Blockchain. Oh man. Uh, Bixie knows how to throw a party. <laughs> yeah, we actually had one last night with Artok doing the grilling, and I, I hate to FOMO you. Artok loves you, to grill. He's yeah, always he's grilling. The, he's. He's the greatest. He's the goat at, at the grill. grill master. Grill you guys got to come through. 
yeah. we gotta get the Heck we gotta get the fellas out here for uh, a little yeah. grilling and chilling. All I need some of, of that Chicago grill. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, Weird. Artak is serious. It's like shot. He's like shockingly good at grilling. I don't know how or what voodoo magic. Whenever I sign on, on to me, Discord but... to talk in the Bixi group, it's always Artak's like, "Hey, I'm grilling. Are we having a party tonight? Yeah, you coming yeah. over, Franklin. <laughs> yeah, it's like once a month we we do some nice grilling on the rooftop, and it's just a great way to socialize. I mean, we work super hard, and it's like we need we need those team. Uh, outing i guess it's not an outing because we're staying in we're not out in public but inning. you know we need we need those team bonding inning. events yeah yeah for sure yeah that's awesome yeah so well uh we absolutely expected invite to this uh to, to the party so. <laughs> yeah you got it you uh, got we, it for sure. We bill ourselves as a party in a podcast, so I feel like you know it's only <laughs> it's necessary. That we're there. Hey, you guys could like live. You guys could like live podcast. Yes, live yes! podcast from the yes! BC launch party. Yes. There you go. I'm down. Uh, this sounds great. Yep, and uh, <laughs> we I'm are a bunch of degenerates too. We, uh, yeah, we totally. So are. I, yeah, <laughs> honestly, who in who in crypto is not a degenerate? Like point point this me one true. out, and I'll this is I'll true. deny it. You know, that's what makes our podcast so fun, too, because, you know, we get a lot of these, you know, bigger people in crypto Twitter to come on and, and kind of just shoot the breeze with us. And you kind of we all have similar stories that uh, either how we got started or, you know, where we've come from and things like that. And so, you know, it really is a, you know, I would want to say degenerate culture, but it's like a really fun and um it's a fun place with a lot of people and that are all kind of driven in the same way by the same things, which is pretty What's cool. funny is you say we're all totally kind of driven in the same ways. It's funny because, like, there's so many different people from all over the world, but we all have this one thing in common. So it's yeah. definitely very cool. It, it makes going to these events so much fun. I, I know that there's been some yeah. some stuff stirred up about WCC and, like, the yeah. professionalism of it it's like can we loosen yeah. up a little bit here guys come on like have a bit of fun like work hard what's, and have some fun you know what's interesting about that is you hear everybody saying what you're saying we've said the same thing i don't know who the was it the one person that said one you know what i mean like i feel like there was I, I i don't know i i guess that's all it takes right <laughs> no, 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 no. Person I, and I'm gonna, listen i'm about to call it out on the no podcast. no you're not no you are <laughs> yes, not I am. We yes, I am. Out. Bleep. Okay, fine. I won't. I won't do it. I won't do it. Bleep. Fine. I won't do your, it. Your ICO is canceled. Cynthia. I know who started <laughs> it, but I won't say anything. You're, it's a, to- it's a token know. refund, Cynthia. Never mind. <laughs> I well, love yeah, like you, one person says one thing, and uh, yeah, it's, it becomes a debacle. Uh, but I yeah. think the vast, vast majority cough, are, cough. are saying the same thing. Stop I it. I won't say it. Okay, fine. <laughs> I won't say it. Fine. Fine. I mean, anyway. it's, it, you know, it, 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 like it's. I've thought a lot about this, right? And and I think. To a certain extent, I get it. I mean, I get people's um, reaction to that. I'm, I'm part of it is that there's just so much saltiness on Twitter right now. It has. Okay, been a well, long the thing year. is, is that you're in Vegas for a conference, and right. I think a lot of people. I probably even shouldn't shouldn't finish my statement. Okay, probably I, not. <laughs> probably not. Probably I shouldn't not. finish my wow. statement. But yeah, the, bottom line is, the bottom line is the if bottom line is that world people, crypto con was fun. about influencers and not projects and yes, i i but, even i mean look i i, I get the whole like reaction to, i get all the negativity <laughs> from every angle 
the, even the word influencer leaves like a bad I think the problem is the ticket price. I have price, to use honestly. that word all the time, and I just, I'm like, ugh. Well, I'm going to come up with a new word. The ticket price. If you're paying $2,500 to get it, into a conference with influencers. Right. Like, well, I mean, don't pay for point? a ticket. Like, find a way to get a free ticket. I mean, right. like, if you're not hustling, you're not trying. At the end of the day, period. I mean, I was going to events out here Franklin. in Chicago and just mm-hmm. hustling for so long, you know. Any way that I could get in, I was getting in. I called everyone that I knew. I, I, I did everything that I could to get the access that I needed to, to make opportunities happen for myself, you know. That, that's, if you're not hungry uh, and you're not trying to get what you need and you're just going to pay full price for it and then get mad about expectations that you no, have. No, 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 that's not maybe that's maybe can not do the, something to get a free ticket though. Not everybody has Well, I just I disagree. I mean, has... I listened to your your uh, podcast with Wendy, right? Yeah. And she was like I help I help 10 people get free tickets. You know? If you just if but you just Wendy DM someone. has a big someone, following. That's how she helps people get free tickets. Not everybody has well, that. Well, but kind you of don't you don't have to have a big following leverage. to shoot her a DM. All you got to do is true. say, "Hey Wendy, can you help me get a ticket?" You know, I, oftentimes people just don't ask. I, I think that's a really important, if there's like a takeaway philosophical vagary from me in this, this podcast, it would be just ask people. If you just ask people, you're probably going to get what you are hoping 100%. for most of the time, you know? Yep. I, I agree with that one 100%. It's a, everybody's always afraid to ask. And once you do ask, you realize how easy it was. Uh, yeah, you're like, wow, that was awkward, I guess. I would ask somebody, but hey, good, good on them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I can't even count the number of times that folks have sent me because I mean, LinkedIn. As soon as you become like full time in crypto, or you put crypto on LinkedIn or something like that, you get inundated with just oh, requests God. from yes. I don't know who. I mean, they're probably anybody and take, everybody. But, yeah, yeah, but I, you know, you get DMs about conferences and tickets and things, <laughs> and I can't even count how many times I was just like, hey, uh, you know, I'm doing such and such. Do you think I could get that for free? And they're like, actually, yes. It's like 80% of the time. You know, if you just ask someone, do you think I could do this? Generally, they're going to say, okay. I mean, at least we'll consider it. So it's yeah, a matter I of thinking agree. outside the box. Go ahead. Correct. Yeah. Isn't that what we're all trying to do here anyway, really? So, right? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. I mean, we're not asking um, the government for permission to trade crypto. That's for sure. <laughs> um, anyway, let's uh, a couple more just points anything that you want to uh talk about or anything where can people find beeksy how what's the easiest way where should they go to ask questions um you know we talked a little bit about about you know the telegram group and anything else but anything else my ref link is pinned on my profile uh, (laughs) cynthia let the boy talk frankly (laughs) cynthia's ref link um yeah i mean you you've probably seen it in a lot of corners of twitter by now um our official Twitter handle is at Beeksy Exchange. You can find us online at Beeksy.com. If you need to contact customer support, and this is, this is you know, uh, by all means do so if you need them. Uh, it's support.beeksy.com. Uh, you know, you can check out our Telegram. Just search Beeksy on Telegram. You'll find it. Um, those are great places to go to start to engage with the community. And we are actually in the process of um, building a public Discord. That's a third one. Wow, you guys get a threefer. Goodness <laughs> me. Lawrence is yelling in the other room. You get a you get a you get a threefer here, guys. Um so that's another thing that we haven't uh, announced publicly yet, but we are gonna be rolling out a, a public Discord soon. I think there's you know, Telegram's great, but there's certain limitations to what it can do and how it can allow you to organize and facilitate engagement with your community. 
So we are going to be rolling out a public Discord um, and give people the access to uh, come in there and chat with us, you know, and, and chat with our talk directly, things like that. That's something that we think is a really important part of transparency and, and, and being legit and giving people that uh, personability. You know, we've seen in the last, what, two weeks, uh, two exit scams by exchanges, which is incredibly embarrassing uh, as someone who's trying to work in this space and do the right thing. Um, it really gives us all collectively a bad name, and we all bear that burden. You know, whether we like to or not, that's a burden that we collectively bear. So we're trying to make things right. We're trying to do it the right way. Um, and, you know, having people be able to engage us regularly is, is an important piece of that. Yeah, definitely. So um, I definitely, we all appreciate your time. We don't want to keep you any longer. We appreciate all of the awesome announcements that you shared with us here. <laughs> Unreal. Um, yeah, pretty awesome. I, a three for guys, it's it's unprecedented. I mean, no, but I, this was a ton of fun, and, and thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. And hopefully we can get uh, you on again at some point before the exchange launch. Just talk about anything else you might want to. And then uh, maybe our talk as well. And we can yeah. get everybody in the same place. And, you know, uh, we'll be wait we'll be awaiting those party invites for sure. Yeah. <laughs> no, you'll, you'll definitely get them. Uh, we'll, we'll shoot you guys a DM about those. And yeah, our talk. I mean, we had the one tick guys in uh, Chicago, actually. Um, so he had to go network and, and, you know, schmooze and all that good stuff. But uh, he's a great and very, very interesting guy. And I think talking with him, you will have a lot of fun. Um, he's he's even more fun than me, uh, which I'm <laughs> not, not ashamed to say. So We're going to have to ask him what his favorite foods to grill are. And uh, <laughs> well, next time we have you guys on, we'll, we'll, we'll play some, some of our uh, signature wrecked podcast games with you. We'll run you through the rapid fire and everything like that. Love so. it. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds like cool. a blast. Awesome. Well, Franklin, appreciate your time, man. Everybody check out Beeksy Exchange. I think you'll all enjoy this interview, um, and I hope you did. Give us some feedback. Um, we obviously always love to hear it, and you know, I'll go through my normal spiel. Uh, subscribe us. Uh, subscribe to us. Rate us. Subscribe us, us too. That's cool. Subscribe, subscribe us. Just, no, yeah, we're going to... Can we I'm just always... do subscribe us from now on? Let's yeah, subscribe <laughs> us. And you could just you know, subscribe me to anything. I don't care. Take my phone, subscribe no. me. I don't care. Um, subscribe <laughs> to us. Rate us. It really goes a long way. Um, all I, like I always say, five stars if you love us, four stars if you hate us. Um, don't be mean. That's, anyway. like the Uber, that's like the Uber policy. Yeah, yeah. right. Exactly. It's Use like, Uber etiquette. You don't want to ruin someone's life. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to ruin someone's life. It's like tipping. If you have really great service, you know, you tip one thing. If you have regular service, you tip another thing. And none of them are usually – like, don't be a dick. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, like, be, um, a, be a decent human at least. Right, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. But anyway, Franklin, we appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, and until next time, everybody, don't get wrecked. And that is financial advice.